yeah. That was sick. That was the best one yet, dude. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ecom Growth Show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ecom Growth Show and welcome to 2021. It's going to be a big year, folks. Today we want to take a little time kind of recap uh 2020. A lot it's been a huge year for e-commerce and uh, a lot of things have changed and we think it's going to remain changed for the future. So, if you didn't um adjust to these changes in 2020 in 2020, Here's your opportunity to see what those changes are and how you can come into alignment with those to grow your e-commerce business. I think one of the biggest changes we saw was just the massive explosion across the board, you know. Yep. Obviously, coronavirus accelerated the growth of an already booming industry. But reading some of these stats, I'm pretty blown away by by the overall growth of e-com. Yeah, and one thing you should know about today is that uh, this is going to be a shotgun blast of pretty big deal topics. And each one of these could have their own episode. And maybe yeah. maybe we'll loop back and kind of dive into these at a at a deeper level level at a future date. But right now we're just trying to recap a lot of the big ones that happened in 2020 yeah. just to, to get you on your best foot forward moving into the new year. Let me start us off here, Rod. Mind if I just read from our list? Just read away, dude. Growing owned channels rather than relying on marketplace places like Amazon and Etsy have to drive traffic and figure out a custom strategy. Man, I'm not reading that right. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I can't read it word for word, can I? No, they're just bullet points. They're bullet points. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what this is saying, though, guys, is growing your own channels, such as your Shopify store, mm-hmm. uh, your own custom domain where you own the customers is mm-hmm. becoming increasingly more important rather than relying on third party sources like Etsy, Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's always been a big deal because if you're if you're on Amazon and that's where most of your sales come from, you're you're actually in a vulnerable spot. And especially too with Amazon specifically, I've heard how many, so many horror stories yeah. of people who go, they have this awesome product, you know, especially the ones that are pretty cutting edge. Yep. Um, they validate it. Amazon sees that and then they launch uh, a lookalike product and, yeah. and shut down their user account and basically steal that market. And so if, if you're doing that on a platform that somebody else owns or controls, um, it's not good. I think there's a lot of restrictions too around, you know, the customer data that you have. Yeah. And so just being on a, on a platform like um, WordPress or WooCommerce, Magento, Shopify is a big one. Uh, yeah. That's a, those are platforms where you own everything and that's really where you want to be. Um, and even more so moving into 2021. Yeah. And if you're someone on Amazon, that's only built their business on that platform. We've seen a lot of people do that. That's fine. But, and you know, you have a validated product that people want at that point because they're buying it, Mm -hmm. but start a Shopify store on the side or WooCommerce, whatever the platform is and start building up your own customer base on the side and hopefully eventually leverage your own platform long-term only, Mm -hmm. not only, but you know, as a major part of your income. Yeah. So this is a growing trend, um, that's, that's been happening, but even more so in last year is just, 
a very large increase in mobile shopping. And we've known that. We talk about that all the time. But definitely when you're um, building out your website, when you're building out your marketing, almost give user experience priority to the mobile side of things. 100%. Because everybody likes to build a nice um, a nice looking website on, on desktop. But if it looks crappy on mobile, you're, you're really going to be shooting yourself in the foot because uh, that's only grown. It's only going to continue to grow. And people just uh, get a lot more comfortable shopping on their phones. Yep. Another thing we're seeing across the board is consumers are buying a lot more things that they normally wouldn't online, such as groceries, mm-hmm. hygiene products, health care, health things. <laughs> Probably not health care, but things related to health. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's because people want things quickly, efficiently without having to go into the store and grab it and food delivery services and stuff are really up in their game mm-hmm. over the last year, uh, as well as places like even be able to pick up your, your food and stuff from like Walmart, you shop online, grab it, then you can go mm-hmm. pick it up. It's waiting for you. So seeing a large boom in that as well. Yeah. Because e-commerce, it, it used to be things that you could you could wait for, you know, it's yeah. like, I'm going to go buy something and I'm expecting to wait five to seven days and that's fine. But now there's a huge demand to get that stuff almost immediately. And so, you know, Amazon there, they have two day shipping or overnight shipping or, or whatever that's, or same day delivery. Mm-hmm. They're really, really crushing it because people are buying things that they need yesterday. They're right. buying those online now. And so it's created this new demand for ship for the expectation of shipping to be really really fast and yeah. so i think them buying these um very the, these products that they actually need in their everyday life and they need them right away that's actually created a new expectation for all e-commerce products yeah. so you really got to be on your game people expect fast delivery and they expect free shipping. Yep. And so you really got to be able to build that into the price of your products in your offers. And uh, if you can, if you can do that, um, you're going to be much more in line with what's actually happening currently. Yeah. And we kind of clumped a few together here, but uh, convenience as well. We kind of touched on this, but it's becoming increasingly more important. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, because people are sitting at home, they're social distancing, they need convenience if they're going to be shopping mm-hmm. online. That's why a lot of people are turning to Amazon right now because of how convenient it is. So if you have an e-com store, you have to make sure it's convenient. It's a good user experience, uh, easy to navigate, quick shipping, all the good stuff. Here's a quick one that I, I actually didn't know before this. Uh, you know, our team helped, helped us put together some notes, but, um, Food service and online direct-to-consumer grocery is actually beating retail grocery. Wow, that is crazy. That's pretty crazy. I did not know that was the case. I think we're a little bit more rural where we are, so we do a lot of our grocery stopping. Yeah, we would never know up here. (laughs) Yeah, we we can't get groceries (laughs) delivered here yet. Uh, But I guess it's it's really really blooming. Yeah. Uh, Another thing we're starting to see is augmented reality Mm. on Shopify. Did you see that video? Yeah. So there's a video, a great example of this bike store that's using it on Shopify and they take all these pictures of this bike, but then the user can sit at home and see the bike in their living room. (laughs) So the e-com store owner is the one taking all the pictures, right? 
and then you can sit at home and see what the bike looks like from the comfort of your home and, and walk around it and see it. It looks like it's in real life and you see what, like how it would fit in different spots of your living room and like look at all different areas. Mm-hmm. So that's a new feature Shopify rolled out that I think is going to just be growing over time and becoming more important. Yeah. VR augmented reality, all of that stuff to give people a very like uh, in-depth view of what they're, they're buying. It's only going to help them. And so some people, you know, they're not gonna, it, maybe Shopify is making it pretty easy to do stuff like that. But even um, a notch down from that is just filming really good product videos. You know, very like if you're selling clothing uh, videos that really show the fit of it and, and, you know, really demonstrate the elasticity of of, of a shirt and, and help people get a feel for what that product's actually going to be like yeah. in real life. We, we've actually seen a lot of good results from people running um you know, fit and style videos as top of funnel assets yeah. in their ad campaigns. Working really well. Can I expose you really quick? Yeah. You actually bought a shirt because of one of those, right? <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. So I, uh, I was scrolling through Instagram and I'm a marketer, so I appreciate good marketing. And I saw the shirt looked pretty nice and I clicked on the image, went to the landing page. Everything was just so smooth, so cohesive and nice, really great product images. But then below the fold, and again, this is a feature that's native to a lot of um, the newer Shopify themes. But you have the option to do like a product video outside of your product image carousel that lives above the fold. So you scroll down a little bit. Maybe there's some social proof, a description, and then a product fit video. But this dude, he just did a very, very casual authentic authentic uh product video and he was just holding the shirt and he wasn't trying to be like over salesy he's like hey this is the shirt um you know it fits if you're between sizes definitely go with the size above it and hey if it doesn't fit you we're gonna take care of you we're gonna we're obviously gonna pay to have it shipped back and ship you the right one and basically just went over all you know all those um authority builders all those trust indicators just went all over over all of those in video form it was just really powerful because it felt like i was in a store having a one-on-one shopping experience with a with a sales representative and yeah i bought the air (laughs) i bought right on the spot no retargeting for me i just clicked and i bought because i was like you know what this is slick this is smooth and uh I think, Rob, this brings us into a good point here, and that's the the importance of building an authentic, real, genuine brand mm-hmm. with a story. Yeah. Because shoppers are getting smarter online. Yeah. They're not just going to order any product they see a drop shipper uh, selling now. Enough mm-hmm. people have been ripped off. They're going to look into the brand a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important to have legitimate looking brand feeling brand with legitimate legitimate products uh to sell to your customers because what's happening right now is a lot of these bigger brands are starting to see that you know facebook's really cheap there's a great cost per acquisition Mm -hmm. and we're actually seeing cost per acquisitions spike a little bit yeah for some people Mm -hmm. for others we're noticing it dropped and the one the the ones we're noticing it dropping for are the people with a real brand yeah. uh, 
a good story and a really kind of niche product that they're able to sell to their market. So it's growing more important. Mm-hmm. I know I can I combine a few there, but I feel yeah. like they all, they all work together um, to, to really create a lot of success for the people that do have real brands. Yeah, definitely. And, and just to kind of recap, so uh, on the negative customer acquisition costs have spiked in, in short time spans because of the big companies um, that historically haven't competed in places like Facebook. They're now coming onto the platform because that's the only place they're going to get sales in this new e-commerce, everything's online world. Um, and they're being very aggressive and uh, that's what's causing the spikes. But then it's also giving those people to compete, give the opportunity to compete and actually beat those big brands and have more loyal customers because of those that brand authenticity and those yeah. stories and those purpose. Yeah. I want to dig into that one more too, to see how yeah. negative it is because from what I've seen across the board still, uh, cost per acquisition hasn't changed much for our, our client base. Mm-hmm. Maybe it spiked a little during black Friday, cyber Monday, but mm-hmm. I'd like to do a little bit more research on that one. I think. Yeah. Well, I guess if you look at our client results, we do an average of all of our, our clients and, um, there's always a little bit of like ups and downs, but it's only gotten better since the beginning of the year yeah. through December of last year, right? Yeah. And we're, we're averaging, yeah. you know, very good return on ad spend. And in that, you know, there's times where the CPM has has risen, but then, you know, relevancy and, co- and uh, click-through rates, those have as well. So as long as, you know, the marketing costs might, might be fluctuating and rising, but as long as you can compete with things like relevancy, uh, Facebook's going to help you still get a good good uh, place in the auction. Yeah, definitely. So like I said, uh, today is kind of a shotgun blast of different facts, trends, ways that we can learn from 2020 and adapt for 2021. Um, but I do want to carve out a little bit of time to celebrate our team and what they've been able to achieve yeah. in an ever-growing uh very competitive landscape yeah um so i think if we look back over uh 2020 our team generated our clients right around 70 million (laughs) dollars which is pretty sweet and then um you know we had one client who came in and they were doing pretty well already they hadn't quite hit their first uh one million dollar month but over the last um you know, eight months of the year, we scaled them from right around eight, nine hundred thousand dollars, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars a month yeah. to they're up over three million a month. So it's a big win. Congrats big to win. that client, too, because we can only do so much on the marketing and sales side. Right. When you're growing that fast. Yeah. The clients have been really outstanding at, you know, finding more products, the right distributors the right warehouses, building mm-hmm. a team. I mean, that's pretty fast to scale a business. So mm-hmm. really impressive stuff across the board. Yeah. And five years ago, we set a goal that we were going to generate our clients 200 million by 2025. That's it. Yeah. And uh, boy, with a, with a year like last year, I think we're going to get there probably quite a bit faster. <laughs> probably next year. <laughs> probably, yes. So anyways, I uh, just want to give a huge shout out to our team and the results they've been getting our clients. That's super awesome. And guys, we, we really just wanted to 
open this up with some learning lessons from last year, start adapting for 2021. And, uh, you know, as we kind of roll out season three of the e-commerce growth show, the e-com growth show, we're really going to be unpacking, you know, how to adapt to this new world of e-com in, uh, yeah, just an ever growing online world. Yeah. And I wanted to extend the invite to Rob, if it's okay, if anyone's looking to become one of our next stats, one of our next case studies to please reach out, go to our website and uh, reach out to our sales team and we can audit your account and see what it would look like to work together. See mm-hmm. if we're a good fit. See if you're a good fit. Uh, Cause we'd love to help you scale over 2021. Yeah. There's three things that, that make us different. Number one, we're uh, it's a buy application only process. So anybody who comes to us wanting to work with us, we're actually going to do a lot of uh, audit auditing with you to determine whether or not we can actually get you good results. Uh, the other thing is we consider ourselves to be growth partners. We're not just here to to take a retainer. We're not just here to get paid for our service and then um, not be accountable toward the results. We actually want to partner with you in growth and make yeah. sure that we're we're helping you hit hit your goals. And of course, that naturally lends itself to being a very results-driven agency. We can't be growth partners without having a heavy focus on the actual results we're we're, uh, achieving for you. So we are, by application only, growth partners and very results-driven, which makes us pretty unique in this this world of uh, agencies. Yep. Let's make 2021 your biggest year. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time.